It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. According to data from Johns Hopkins, the COVID-19 death toll in the United States surpassed 200,000 on Tuesday. That's a number once estimated to be the maximum number of fatalities the country would suffer in the coronavirus pandemic. Some public health experts now fear the total could be nearly twice as high by the end of the year. Worldwide, more than 31 million cases have been confirmed, with 965,000 deaths. And with the start of fall, cases appear to be on the rise again, not just here in the U.S., but globally. At least 22 states are reporting an increase in new COVID-19 cases, more than double the number from last Monday when only nine states were reporting an upward tick in cases. Most of the states experiencing these surges are in the heartland and the Midwest. Wisconsin is one of the highest positivity rates in the nation at around 16. Kentucky has also reported a spike in its COVID-19 rates. The University of Washington's Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation has found that COVID-19 is now the second leading cause of death in the U.S. behind heart disease. And a new projection shows that an additional 150,000 people could die from the virus over the next three months. But the president continues to downplay the severity of the pandemic while denying he's doing so. It affects elderly people, elderly people with heart problems and other problems. If they have other problems, that's what it really affects. That's it. You know, in some states, thousands of people, nobody young, below the age of 18, like nobody. They have a strong immune system. Who knows? You look at you. Take your head off to the young because they have a hell of an immune system, but it affects virtually nobody. It's, a, it's an amazing thing. By the way, open your schools. Everybody open your schools. A new report that's been hyped up by Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin and Chuck Grassley of Iowa on Hunter Biden's work in Ukraine has been released just weeks before the November 3rd election. The Republican report concludes that, quote, Hunter Biden's position on Burisma's board was problematic and did interfere in the efficient execution of policy with respect to Ukraine and also charged that Hunter Biden and other relatives, quote, cashed in on Joe Biden's vice presidency. But the report also states that, quote, the extent to which Hunter Biden's role on Burisma's board affected U.S. policy toward Ukraine is not clear. Politico's Kyle Cheney reports that this report is not going to be nearly as explosive as the Republicans had hoped. He describes it as an 87-page rehash of previously known allegations with minimal, if any, evidence, news articles, and impeachment testimony. Well, of course he did. Mitt Romney announced Tuesday that he would support Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell in advancing the confirmation process for Trump's Supreme Court nominee, basically eliminating any chance that Democrats will have the four Republican votes they need to block the confirmation from moving forward. Only two Republicans, Senators Susan Collins of Maine and Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, have come out against filling Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat before the election. 
Meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi and Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin on Tuesday reached a deal on a proposal to avert a government shutdown. The House passed the bill 359 to 57. It would keep the government funded through December 11th and includes tens of billions of dollars for the Commodity Credit Corporation to aid farmers, something that Republicans wanted. Democrats had left that funding out of their original proposal because of concerns the administration had previously used that same funding to divert money to its supporters. What else is new? The new bill includes restrictions to prevent that. It also includes nearly $8 billion in nutrition assistance the Democrats pushed in negotiations. And if you've been screaming at the television for the Democrats to do something already to stop the excesses and corruption of the Trump administration... Well, here comes the Protecting Our Democracy Act. Just about one year to the day after Pelosi announced she'd pursue impeachment charges against Trump, House Democrats unveiled a sweeping package of reforms on Wednesday morning designed to strengthen the ability of Congress to check the executive branch and prevent abuses of power, especially by the president. The so-called post-Trump reforms includes measures to restrain the president's power to grant pardons and declare national emergencies, to prevent federal officials from enriching themselves, and to accelerate the process of enforcing congressional subpoenas in court. It also includes provisions to protect inspectors general and whistleblowers, increase penalties for officials who subvert congressional appropriations or engage in overt political activity and safeguard against foreign election interference. Sound good? Yeah. The only way to get those changes through is by voting. Please vote. And that's just a bit of what's news for now on Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com and please click on that donate button.